listeners. Welcome back to Pixels and Ink. Hi, Dave. Hey, Mackenzie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. So listeners, many of you have recently uh, reached out to Dave and I about Facebook and saying, you know, we loved the episodes on Facebook and we want a little bit more there because we have, you know, some stuff that we're doing on social media, but we're not understanding really how it ties into the rest of our channels. And as you know, we're in the midst of a series about pearls, right? Yep. And so we're bringing you some content today around how you can incorporate Facebook into your marketing with direct mail and pearls and tie all of that together with some really incredible power that Facebook provides us. Yeah, so there's a common misconception that people think that direct mail can't really be used with social media. So if you've listened to the uh, previous posts about Pearls, you know that it can be connected to the online world, um, but you're not maybe aware that you can connect it to Facebook. And so if you're thinking, you know what, my target audience doesn't even use Facebook, what yeah. can I do? <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, this isn't gonna work. What's Is that true, Dave? No, it's really not. And I, I think we see it day in and day out here at Mindfire and more and more of the people that we work with are seeing it as well. And, you know, if you think about Facebook having, how many users do they have now? Over 101.65 billion. Yeah, over so. 1.65 1.65, <laughs> no, 1.65 billion. Yeah, and a little over 1 billion are active every day. On Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. So your target market listener is on Facebook, whether or not you consider yourself B2B or B2C, whichever of those um, is the case for you. It's likely, very likely, that your target audience on face is on Facebook. And I think the only objection that you could throw, which uh, kind of makes sense, is, well, shoot, I don't know how to find them on Facebook. Right. Yeah, because it is difficult. And uh, you could also say maybe I don't know how to connect Facebook with my direct mail, which is also reasonable, right? Yeah, these are all valid you know, questions or concerns, but that's why we're here today because we want you to be able to tap into this and leverage direct mail along with personalized URLs and Facebook to get more from, um, you know, to get better results. And yep. that's what we're here for. Yep. So, and so we're going to talk about three things today, yep, right? Specifically. Three. All right. So let's get right into it. So if you do have a pen and paper or your computer out, um, we're going to be talking about three things. And the first one is we're going to be talking about retargeting. Yeah, but you know what? Before we get into retargeting, why don't we take a step back and just give everyone a broad overview of the Facebook ad platform on the whole. So why don't you start us out, Dave? When you run a Facebook ad, uh, you may not have done this yet, and it's okay. We're just going to describe it to you so you have an idea of what we're talking about here today. When you do that, when you run an ad, you can target your ad by their age, by location, by interest, and other things that helps Facebook find the people that you want to put your ad in front of. So you configure your target audience along these different criteria, and then Facebook places an ad in front of them in their newsfeed, right? And the mm-hmm. newsfeed thing, Mackenzie, is the uh, area of Facebook that I think most everyone is familiar with. It's what you see when you scroll through on your phone or on your desktop. It's all of the content from the people that you care about. So this is friends, this is family, uh, coworkers. And then woven within that are the ads that advertisers are paying to put in front of us. Right. And so if you've ever scrolled through it, you'll probably notice that you see a lot of your own posts as well as your friends' posts and then some other posts. And if you are curious about how to know what's an ad and what's not an ad, go listen to a few episodes previous to this. We talk exactly about how to find an ad. And you can even find out how you're being targeted. You know, like, why am I being targeted for this Nike ad or whatever it is? So there's some different tips and tricks that you can, um, you know, check in. So make sure to go back to those previous episodes. Um, Otherwise, we're going to continue on and move on to the three different things 
things that you can do. And so before we even get there, a lot of people ask, you know what, this, this seems like it could be really expensive. You know, Facebook is a huge platform. It's targeting a lot of people over 1.65 billion. How much is this going to cost? And the thing is to run an ad, you are part of an auction. And so you actually determine how much you want to bid um, for the ads. Yeah, so you can set a budget, Mackenzie, of as little as $5 a day, mm -hmm. and that would be the total amount that you're telling Facebook, hey, this is what I want to spend today or in uh, whatever time range you're looking at. And like you said, you choose the bid. So you're saying, okay, I'm willing to pay you know, $5 per thousand people who see my ad, or I'm willing to pay you know, $3 per click. And there are other ways that you can bid, but basically that's, that's all you have to do is tell Facebook what it's worth to you. And Facebook will go and find the people that most closely match what you're looking for and place your ad in front of them. That's really it. Yep. And even further than that, if you start to uh, do these ads and you're getting good engagement and people are liking your ads, Facebook will also re reward mm. you for that. That's true. Yep. So they you, like that. Yep. They like that. They like when you play <laughs> by the rules yep. um, and they like when people like your ads. You know, Facebook all is all about connecting with people, both, you know, in a social way, but really personalized way. They don't want any spammy ads or anything like that. So they're yep. very mindful and they have very specific details details about what kind of ads. So not only do you get to control how much you're going to pay, but also you get re rewarded for doing it in the proper way. Yep. So with that, now that we have some background, let's take a look at a few ways that you can use these Facebook ads in tandem with direct mail. Okay, I'm ready. So let's start with number one. And this is the idea of retargeting people who are responding to your direct mail pieces on Facebook so that you can drive more leads. So let's talk about that. Let's break that apart a little bit here. So you know that we're in a series about personalized URLs. If you haven't heard uh, the earlier episodes about the personalized URL and what it does, you can go back to the last two episodes. So and, 19 and 20. Yeah, 19 and 20. And learn about how you can incorporate a pearl on a direct mail piece so that you can tie that direct mail piece to the web using the name of the recipient in it. So for example, if I'm trying to target McKinsey, it would be mckinseyfarshid.mymindfire.com as an example. Now, with retargeting and Facebook, what happens is if, let's say, Mackenzie, you get that direct mail piece and you visit the landing page but don't end up converting, meaning you don't submit the form or whatever I'm trying to get you to do. Right, which many people do. As you know, you know, you hope that people respond to direct mailers, but a lot of people mm -hmm. get busy. We've got time. You go to your site, but then you actually bounce from it. You, know, you're, yep. you get busy and do something else. Absolutely, and, and that's where this idea comes in here, retargeting. So you're connecting your direct mail piece to the web using the Pearl, and then when somebody visits that landing page, you're creating behind the scenes an audience that's comprised of those people. This is using Facebook. And then Facebook allows you to put an ad in front of those people. So you can very easily say, hey, I want to put an ad in front of the people like McKenzie or specifically McKenzie and the group of others who have visited the landing page but haven't converted. I want to put an ad in front of them so that the next time she's in front of her newsfeed, she sees that ad. Right. And because there's so many people who, as we say, bounce from the page without actually completing the purchase or converting, mm -hmm. it, it represents a huge opportunity, lucrative opportunity to connect with those people and try to get some of them to convert, yep. which eventually they will once you, you place these ads. So I think the best thing to do now is to get into the nitty gritty. So okay. what are the steps that the, what our listeners can take to actually do this and implement this? Sure. So there's a couple of things. Um, let's say there's three pieces here. Let's say that uh, piece number one is that you need to go to Facebook and grab the snippet of HTML that mm -hmm. they provide you that gets inserted into your microsite or your landing page or heck, even your corporate website. If you're still just using the corporate website on okay. your direct mail piece. So that's number one. And then number two, you need to create a business rule inside of Facebook that builds an audience of the people who visit that page 
but not the page after that. In other words, if you have a two-page microsite, let's call the first page your home page or your welcome page and the second page your thank you page, right? right? So if somebody visits your home or welcome page but doesn't see your thank you page, those are the people that are bouncing, right? right? So you want to create a rule that's targeting just the bouncers. That's step number two. Right. And then step number three, now you can, t you can place a really targeted ad in front of those people which we're calling bouncers. And what you'll do is you'll drive them back to that landing page again. So you give them another opportunity to go to that as he says, welcome page and actually convert through the thank you page. So let's do one more real life example. Okay. Perfect. So let's take, um, let's call him John. You okay. want to call him John? Let's say John gets a direct mail piece mm -hmm. and he's like, Ooh, this is cool. He wants to check it out. Mm -hmm. He goes to his Pearl again, maybe it's John, let's say John sample yeah. <laughs> dot, uh, Nike.com. He goes, gets his laptop, his MacBook because he's smart, right? He uses a MacBook. <laughs> we have a little inter I use a MacBook too. And so does David. We have some, you know, the people that don't use Macs. Love yeah. their no, we love you too, guys. <laughs> if you don't like a Mac, but let's say he's on his MacBook pro and all of a sudden the phone rings. Ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And he, so he picks up the phone, he gets interrupted and, uh, let's say it's grandma, right? So grandma talks his ear off and he completely forgets about the uh, the direct mail piece from Nike. So then what happens? So then what he does is he goes to bed and he continues on with his uh, night. <laughs> oh, good night. Yep. And so later on, let's say the next day he's waking up and he's on his commute to work and then he gets to his desk and he opens up his computer again. Well, Facebook is there. You know, he's probably been on Facebook before. As we know, people are on Facebook. I think it's 40 minutes per day on average. I believe that's what it is. Um, so after he, you know, gets to his office and he's kind of checking out his Facebook, he's scrolling down his main news feed. And immediately he is reminded of the earlier experience of, you know, looking for Nike because it pops up on his Facebook. And so now that he's in front of his computer, you know, it's really if, if it's like Dave, John Sample is at the at the office at 630. So no one's here. And uh, he's got a moment to breathe. And he's like, oh, OK, yeah, I was looking at that Nike ad. And so if the Facebook ad would not have appeared in front of Dave or excuse me, John Sample the next morning, he would have missed out on number one, buying the per buying the shoes or whatever he was buying. But also Nike would have missed out on the opportunity to have him convert because he got distracted with grandma. Yeah. So that's the power of retargeting, right? They're getting around grandma, right? Getting, yep. getting uh, past that interruption or that distraction and retargeting that individual. And again, this works whether you are B2B or B2C, because ultimately, uh, whether it's business to business or business to consumer, those people are on Facebook. You know, over a billion and a half people are on Facebook and a lot of them are on there daily. Exactly. So just to recap, step one is you want to uh, get that snippet of code from Facebook and put that in your Perl or your website, whatever it is. After it's inserted, you want to make sure and create a business rule that tells Facebook to build an audience with that. And then number three is just placing a really targeted ad in front of those what we call bouncers. Yeah, and so we'll put some instructions on our uh, blog here for this post if you want to see the step-by-step -step, um, instructions, including the visuals from Facebook so you know how to do this. Mm -hmm. We're going to go ahead and link that up in the show notes. So that's idea number one. That's technique number one to connect your print to the web using Pearls and Facebook. Number two is, so if you're writing down, take take some notes right here. The second thing that you can do is to deploy Facebook, what we call social air cover to direct mail recipients. Yeah. So one thing that we hear a lot, Mackenzie, and we've talked about that on the show a number of times, is that a lot of people think that Facebook is only good for B2C mm -hmm. marketing. So we're going to touch on one here. It works in, in B2C as well, but primarily we're talking about how as a B2B marketer, if you're reaching out to other businesses, um, here's a way where you can use Facebook in conjunction with your direct mail to be able to uh, make it even more effective. So let's imagine for a moment, some of you out there listening are B2B marketers or 
if you are a service provider, you have a customer that's a B2B marketer and you want to penetrate a number of businesses. So you're going to send them direct mail. And as a part of that, you're also going to try to reach them on Facebook. Here's, here's how it happens. Uh, so, so think of it this way. When you're sending out that direct mail piece, right? right. Mackenzie, let's say we're trying to get ourselves inside of an organization. Mm -hmm. We know that these days, fewer and fewer of the buying decisions are happening in isolation. It's not just one person. Right. right? So it's other people in that organization as well. And so here's where things get interesting. You can use Facebook to not only target the individual to whom that direct mail piece is sent, but other people in that company that work next to that person or in roles that are similar to that person so that you can create a halo effect around that contact in the organization. Yeah, so here's the idea behind that. Let's say that you are having a demo with Dave. Some company is uh, having a demo with Dave. They want to show Dave some sort of product that you know maybe Mindfire could benefit from. Okay, and show so, it to me. <laughs> so Dave has a demo with them and he gets through the process and a company that's you know, soliciting MindFire to help us out with the technology, what they could do is they could put these social media air covers. So they could put Facebook ad impressions in front of me, let's say in front of other people within our team, people that we know work around Dave in MindFire. So let's say Dave and I are in the lunchroom or we're walking around. Dave says, oh, I'm like, you know, what's your schedule for today? He says, oh, I have a demo with ABC. And I said, wait, I, I kind of... I feel like I've heard of ABC before, yep, that's something right. like that. And mm -hmm. so that's the halo effect. It's creating brand recognition beyond just the person that you're actually interacting with. Yep. And so when you're inside Facebook, you can target by employer. Mm -hmm. So that's how you would do this. You would find all of the companies on your direct mail list and target by employer and Facebook, add those names in for those companies. And what Facebook will do is it will show you the potential reach and the uh, estimated daily reach for the people that match that criteria. So it may tell you, for example, that, hey, out of all of the companies you're sending direct mail to, about a thousand are on Facebook every day. And it could be more, it could be less, depending on um, how big the companies are and how many companies you're targeting. Right. Or maybe there's even an account that your salespeople want to penetrate or something and you're going to cold call them. But instead of making just a you know, plain cold call, what you could do is let's say a week before or a few weeks before, you can start putting ad impression brand recognition to people in that organization so that it's not a completely cold call. Yep. Yes, the cold call is, you know, out of the blue and it's someone new and maybe you haven't spoken to them before. But because you have this halo effect, because you've done your homework before and you've given some brand impression, it may not be as challenging to get into the account. Yep. So you can do this. That's a great segue there, Mackenzie. You can do this a little in advance of your mm -hmm. direct mail piece hitting. You can do it as they're hitting. Maybe you can do it after. But the idea remains the same. You can leverage this at any time to create that subtle reinforcement of your brand, of your company, of your value, the things that you can do for them by putting these ads in front of not only the person who's getting that direct mail piece, but others in the organization as well. Right. So by this point, they may have gotten a direct mail. They've gone to the landing page. Maybe they haven't converted, but now their ads in front, you know, in front of them, in front of social media. And then when your salesperson picks up the phone, there's multiple steps there before. You yep. know, it's not just a one-step approach. You've hit them on multiple channels, which we know is obviously gets you higher conversions. So you've mm -hmm. got them on direct mail. You've been personal using your personalized URL. You've got them on social media and now you're calling in and it's, it's more of a warm call, let's say, rather than a cold call. That's right. So how do we do this, Dave? Yeah. So the way we do this is within Facebook, when you're creating your target audience, like I mentioned, there is a section in the audience configuration that's called detail targeting. And when you're in the detail targeting, you can navigate to what they call demographics 
and then work demographics, and then ultimately employers. So that's where you're adding the list of employers. Let's say it's Microsoft, it's Cisco, it's whoever you're going after company-wise that you would enter there. So you can enter in a list of many, many companies. And then on the right-hand side, uh, Facebook will tell you in real time your potential reach and your estimated daily reach. So the potential reach is the total size of that group on Facebook. And then the estimated daily reach is just what it sounds like. It's the number of people who are on Facebook on average every day within that group that you've configured. So that's that's how you do it. And we'll link it up in the show notes so you have an idea of how to put that together. Right. And a common question people usually ask us is, okay, so can we see a list of the people who you who they found? So no, you can't see exactly who they found. Yeah. Facebook's not going to come back because of security and privacy. They're not going to tell you, hey, these are the people, but they will tell you how many, which is super helpful. Yep, definitely. And then, of course, once you bring them back to a landing page and they convert, of course, you know who they are. So that's that's, again, tying it back to the importance of using a personalized landing page and, um, you know, getting them through that. OK, so with that, let's transition to technique number three. And we call this creating a lookalike audience just like your best customers. So let's imagine that we're sending a direct mail piece. OK to a customer group. And again, this could be B2B, this could be B2C, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, but because Facebook has all of this data about us, about you, about me, and about others out there, they make it insanely easy to take a list of our best customers, let's say those 1,000 people that we're sending a direct mail piece to, and we can upload that into Facebook and they will find the 1% of Americans that look just like that group. So they exhibit similar behaviors. They have maybe similar groups that they belong to. Um, but basically, they're lookalike to the people that you're targeting or wanting to target. Yeah. So the 1% that they find is it's usually around like 1.9 million, 2 million Americans, something like that, um, that Facebook finds on their network. And you can also do 1%, 2%, 3% lookalikes. Um, and, and again, as you go larger, as you build larger groups, they look a little less like your top customers or your top clients each time. But still, you're going to get a list out of Facebook. Uh, you're not going to export it, but you're going to have a list in Facebook that's approximately 2 million people that look just like your best customers. And then you can also take this and do the same thing for the people that visit your Facebook as well as visit your uh, website. So your page fans as well as your website. And, and Facebook can take that information and start to create a lookalike audience based on that as well. Yep. So you take your list, you upload it into Facebook, you specify for Facebook how big you want that list. And again, the bigger the list, the less like your seed list they look. Um, the smaller the list and the smallest you can go is around a million nine or two million, like I said. And that's going to be the group that you can now start to hit with other ads and with other impressions to begin to interact with them. So you're taking what you have in your direct mail, you're taking that house list, you're taking the asset that you already have, and you're extending it now into Facebook using their technology to create a lookalike audience that gives you access to more potential customers that look like your best customers. We did just touch on the different sources that lookalike audience come from, but in case our listeners are taking notes and they want to get it more uh, specific, let's maybe go through those three. What do you think? Yeah, sure. So like you said, McKinsey, there's three types of lookalike audiences. Number one are custom audiences. So those are the groups of people that Facebook allows you to upload mm -hmm. um, that you can then build a lookalike audience off of. Um, one flavor of those are your website visitors. So if you recall, we talked about that little snippet of code that you can put into your microsite or landing page in tactic number one. 
And the cool thing about that is that once that pixel is inserted into your landing page or your, your website, et cetera, as soon as you have that installed, Facebook is looking at all of the traffic, and then you can start to build a lookalike audience off of that traffic. So you could say, I want to build a lookalike of everybody who's visited my website, or you could say, I just want to build a lookalike off of people who have visited certain pages in my website. Right. And so that's why you need to immediately go put that Facebook snippet in of code into your website. Yeah, like right now. Hit like, pause right now and go do it. And then yeah, come because back. every from the moment that you put that snippet of code in, you're collecting data. And yep. so even if you're not going to do anything with it, let's say you don't run ads for six months from now, you'll still have six months worth of data, you know, building up. Yep. So if you need help, reach out to us, leave us an, a comment in the blog there and we'll, we'll help you out with that. It's pretty simple. Right. And then the second flavor beyond the website visitor is the page fans. So your fans can also comprise the basis of these lookalike audiences. So Facebook will take your page fans and then they'll be able to create a Facebook uh, lookalike audience based on that. So yep. people that like your page. Yep, exactly. When you create a lookalike audience, Facebook allows you to then choose the size of your audience, right? So you'll be able to uh, go in there and choose how many, like Dave said, and we'll put a picture of this in the blog notes as well so you can see exactly what this looks like. All right, so we've gone through three different tactics that you can use to connect your direct mail piece to Facebook and social media using Pearl's personalized URLs. So what, Dave? Who cares? Tell us why this is important, why they should start doing this immediately. Hmm. That's a good question. Well, I think that if you are a marketer mm -hmm. and you're using direct mail to generate leads, which is a pretty common use case, and you're not thinking about how to use Facebook to make your investment provide better results for you, then I think you're leaving the door open for your competition, really, to figure this out first before you do and start to leverage it in a way that puts you at a disadvantage. So we would caution you against letting that happen. At least test this. At least start to put this into play to see how it might work for you. Right. And to be honest with you guys, listeners, Dave wanted to do this a while ago when Dave and I started working together. And I was like, I don't know about that. And I am a complete believer now because it, this exact same thing happened with our company. We started utilizing it. Uh, we started using Facebook in tandem with direct mail using pearls and the results are amazing. And so we use these three different tactics all the time for different yep. use cases. And if you guys are wondering and gals of course are wondering what you can do, or if you want any ideas, please feel free to reach out to us. Yeah. We're happy to tell you more about this. Right. And then the, the second thing is if you're a service provider, which many of you are, and um, maybe you're a printer or an agency or a direct marketing company, here's the thing you should definitely be thinking about how you can incorporate these into your ca uh, customer campaigns mm -hmm. because not everything that Dave just said about what you're leaving on the table potentially applies to your customers. That's true. And so you want to be a knowledge source for them. You want to be bringing them the newest, latest, greatest thing that they can tap into to get better results, right? If your customers are happy, your customers are getting better results, that means you know happiness for you. So at the very least, you want to bring up these ideas and show them, you know, show your customers how they can start incorporating them. Yeah, and especially if you're a service provider because these ideas are so new and mm -hmm. so leading edge. I mean, talk about custom audiences and retargeting with most people. And even that idea is still very new for Absolutely. a lot. Right. But then talk about connecting it with print and connecting it with direct mail and pearls. And you're like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you're a service provider and you're pitching new ideas to your customer, or you're trying to uh, build your business with them and, and get more deeply embedded within their organization, just throw out some of these ideas and start to whiteboard them. And, and I think you'll be amazed at how many people have no idea that you can do this. But yet this is something that's sitting right there that you can uh, you can start to offer. And, and it's exciting. 
thing. You know, when people hear like, oh, wow, the person who's helping me has these new ideas and, the, you know, everyone wants to use social media in their campaigns. And some people are like, well, I only use direct mail. We haven't really dabbled with the web. Yep. Well, this is a really great way to connect your direct mail using, again, personalized URLs yep. to, um, to get better conversion. All right, listeners, so we hope that you were able to see now how Facebook connects with direct mailers. I know maybe you went into the episode thinking, I don't know about this. I'm not really sure how it's going to connect. But now you know the three different things that you can immediately start to do. Again, we're here to help. Please ask any questions or put feedback on our blog. And we have a few resources that we've prepared for you based on your feedback that we think might be helpful. Um, and so one of the things is that we have an advanced Facebook ads training course. And so people come to us and they're like, all right, I've listen to your podcast. I've watched your webinars. I am totally sold on the idea. I want to do it, but where do I start? Yeah. That's and pretty common. Yeah. And we've definitely scratched the surface of how to do it. If you've already been implementing ads, you can definitely go back and get a step-by-step -step guide from us. But if you haven't done it at all, it might be a little bit confusing or you might need a little help. So we have a Facebook ads advanced training course and we go through exactly um, how to use Facebook ads and we show you how to create campaigns and then we get you ready for, you know, building your own campaign. So if you are interested in that, please either write us on the blog or comment. Um, but also you can email us at training at mindfireinc.com. So training at mindfireinc.com and we can get you some more information. We can get you the syllabus and answer any of your questions. The other resource we prepared is a handbook. Now this handbook is primarily for you if you're a service provider, like an agency, a printer, or some other direct marketing type company and you want to apply these techniques to the campaigns you're creating for your customers. Now, it'll still bring value to you if you're a corporate marketer and you're trying to figure out how to embed this stuff within your campaigns, but it's really written from the vantage of a service provider. And what it is, is it takes ideas and best practices that Ben Shank, he was on the podcast uh, a little while ago, it's his experience and the ways he goes to market, the way he sells these campaigns, the way he thinks about approaching customers and prospects with these types of campaigns. And it's designed to give you a head start into doing it more effectively and being like Ben in the sense that Ben's been extremely successful oh, yeah. with very large companies generating hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue with these types of campaigns. So if this is the kind of stuff you're looking for, if you feel like you need some help in that area, if you're trying to figure out how to sell campaigns more effectively, without having to do you know a two or three year um, hands-on course yourself then take advantage of what ben's done and take a look at the handbook we'll link that up in the show notes again and download your copy and, and start to apply that today right and then again going back if you are a corporate marketer and you aren't doing this but you want someone to help you go to your printer go to your direct marketing company go to your agency and say hey i learned about this can you help me yep you know because Perfect. if you don't want to bring it in house which you you could absolutely do um, but some people are resource challenged you know everyone's wearing different hats i know here at Mindfire, we're all kind of, you know, doing our best to work together, but either you can do it as a corporate marketer in-house, or you can go to your service provider and say, hey, help me with this. All right. Well, with that, I think we're done for today. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We look forward to hearing from you in the blog and look forward to seeing you next week. Yep. Thanks guys. Have a great day. All righty. Bye-bye.